Support for today's episode comes from Form. The days of not knowing what to buy, where to get it, and how to use it are over. The Form collection minimizes guesswork and makes hair care simple by offering personal regimens specifically designed for individual hair needs. It's the first women's prestige hair care collection that's versatile, uncompromising, and as beautiful as you are. Go to formbeauty.com forward slash getting grown to get 10% off and free shipping on your first purchase and a free form mini when you spend over $50. Get personal with form. Praise the Lord, niggas. Praise the Lord, niggas. Welcome back. Welcome back to, uh, I don't even know, episode 35? I don't know, but I'm looking at your face. Oh, my God. It's episode 35. Me and Jade are in the studio. We're actually in the same place, in the same state, in the same time zone. She's mad glowy. Girl, rest. You got on your Fenty? No. What's that? I don't remember. I ain't got on nothing. I just have on concealer. That's and, concealer? Oh, I, no, I'm lying. I did have a little bit I'm of I'm like, the, I'm um, seeing something shimmer. Is that The Jesus? black, no, it is. <laughs> ever shining in my soul. Yes, he is. But um, the black radiance uh, contour nice. palette. Nice, oh. Yeah, yeah, everybody get you one for, I think it's about $8. You get your life. <laughs> um, but yes, welcome back to Getting Grown, another episode where we talk about the test, the trials, the twists, the toins of being an adult out here in 2017. Uh, yeah, I'm Kia, and that's Jade, and hey, hey. we back like cook crap. Let's do it. So what's going on, sis? How was your week? My week was busy, man. I was working. I was getting myself prepared for the holiday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I went and ran to about seven stores today to buy different things because I started shopping like an old lady. Stressful. Nah, you got to find the sale. So Stressful. you go to where this is on sale, then you go to where this is on sale. And by the time you do all that, you're tired. And so I figured out why I usually go to one store. But got all my Thanksgiving Day stuff, so now I can just prep for my life for the next three days. Supermarket's about to be like like the club here this week. It's That's why I got it out the way. Intense. My house is about to be so popping. Oh my gosh. How was your week? My week was good. Um, another, you know, series of uh, busy days and deadlines and all of that, but we made it through um, all as well. And, uh, yeah, I'm happy to be here. I had a baby shower to go to. Uh, one of my good, good friends from high school is having twins. Oh, shit. Um, Woo. Yeah, stressful. Um, but, yeah. She's eating a lot of yams. Shut your mouth. Shout out to Pam and Stanley. <laughs> welcoming uh, a boy and a girl here soon. Hmm. Um, I went to, yeah, Pam and I went to high school together. And, um I'm really happy for them. Good. Congratulations. Congratulations to Pam and Stanley. Sleep now. Yes. Right now. And Pam is like pregnancy goals because you can't even tell she's pregnant from the back. With twins? With twins, yo. She's like Beyonce. She's like out here. I'm just like, what are you doing? But I'm jealous. That's what's up. I always look pregnant from the back. Shut your mouth. (laughs) (laughs) You're irritating. So irritating. (laughs) How was your week? I just told oh, you. Oh, you did. You went to a baby shower. <laughs> Would you get your life oh, just together? Just a little high. Just a little high. Let's take out the trash. Let's do that. Let us do that. Let's take out the trash. <laughs> because we're just chock full of trash already. We are. Let's start off with some real trash. All right. Where you want to start? Jennifer Hudson and uh, uh, David o- Otundu. O- Otunga. Yes. I don't That's even know I if I'm saying that right, but I know it's not what you said. I feel like we just said the same thing. No. I do. It's not. <laughs> 
so word on the street is that Jennifer Hudson has been cheating on her good fiance for just about 10 years. <laughs> and um, <laughs> for the full extent, the full duration of their relationship, she has been uh, allegedly uh, creep, 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 creep. <laughs> Shout out to Luther Vandross. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Stolen yeah. from Stevie. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, with a, a gospel artist by the name of Molly Music. Yes, who I I I listened to, I have listened to Molly Music. I enjoy Molly. I'm a big big fan. I I'm mean, a big, big he's fan. very woke and um and Molly's extremely talented. Super. Uh yeah. <laughs> so, um apparently in more ways than one. <laughs> Ooh, that was nice. a good second. And I, I dick slay. Apologize. <laughs> Forgive me. Forgive me. But yeah, I mean, um, apparently, just like Jenny from Forrest Gump, all Jennies is out here. <laughs> you can't sit. You can sit with me. You can Jenny. sit here. <laughs> Jenny. You can from, sit here uh, if you want to. Girl. So yeah, Jennifer Hudson out here. Just And I mean, the way... Okay, okay apparently, uh, she like... Uh, when David confronted her about the infidelity... Mm-hmm. Um, her response was to get like an order of protection and like move him out the house. Yeah, which I <laughs> like. <laughs> was like, I told you you can't have my passcode. <laughs> like, what? It's like that's real extreme. That's super dramatic. That's real extreme. That's it's like I don't want to have a conversation about this. So get all of his things out of the house. <laughs> he no longer lives here, and he is not allowed to come within fifty feet of the property. And I need the court to appoint this. Thank you. Oh my god, I, that's a lot, Jenny. I don't know, man. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. And we don't know if it's true or not. Nobody said anything. It seems like quite plausible to me. I but, sure, uh, why not? Who am I? I Does ain't nobody. He, did it say that he had a violent? I don't remember. Ain't nobody said too much about uh, him. No, just um, her. Yeah, it says here the shade room just reported that uh, Jennifer Hudson, our reliable news source, uh, indeed, Jennifer Hudson uh, uh, <laughs> just grabbed the kid and left town. Like, well, no, it did say something about how he, he I guess he went out of town with the kid before. And that was one of the reasons why. It said oh, that yeah, yeah, she he said, dipped out of the state with the son. Okay, she claims that um, his, con, his, his behavior has been escalated to the point where she's in fear for her physical and emotional safety and that of her son. So, uh, so I guess claims. that's a reason. Well, I guess so, but she ain't said a word about whether or not Molly been doing the yamin with the jamin. Yamin. But I just pray for all parties involved. I pray for the baby. I pray for all parties involved, and I hope that Jenny uh, works it out. She's giving all Jennifers a bad name at this point. Good thing my name's not Jennifer. Good thing. And Excuse shout out. Me. Yeah, if your name is Jennifer. Sorry. Uh, what are you doing? I'm just spitting out my gum because okay. I don't want nobody complaining that we eat on the show. Yeah, we don't, by the way. Nah, never. Never have we eaten have a single thing on the anything show. anything on the show. But, so, but, you know, just to be safe. I'm just doing, I'm just a damage control ahead of time. Indeed. So, uh, in, in other news, uh, P.D. Pablo about to get a reality show, and I might be in front of my television. North Carolina, go on and raise up. Take your shirt off. Raise it around your head. Feel like, like a helicopter. helicopter. <laughs> P.D. Pablo. <laughs> I'm just Prime excited. Rat days. I'm hyped. I'm excited. I'm hyped. Petey Pablo. You Wait, know what I'm 
My name is Rallo. I'm just really excited. I just feel like that'll make for That's great. That's just a name I wasn't great expecting conversation. to hear, but the joy that I'm I just excited, felt. man. Freak Elite. Yeah, Freak Elite. The only way it can get better is if um, what's his name? Drama. Remember when Drama came back on Real Housewives of Atlanta? Mm-hmm. I was so happy. You don't remember Drama? Okay, now I remember. Ride okay. Live. I didn't know that was his name, but yeah. I do know that song. If he got a reality show and I got PD Pablo, nigga, I am winning in life. Mm, PD Pablo says that he just, you know, trying to get him a Nicole Murphy. I know that's <laughs> I'm trying to <laughs> No, I'm not trying to be Nicole Murphy. She's a little hard for me. But don't, don't do her like that. She's fine though. She's Nicole fine. Murphy for good. Who she I'm never I'm not even built like that, so it's not gonna happen for me regardless. Uh yeah, but I hope so. I don't know who was funding this. I don't know. It doesn't say what network, doesn't it doesn't matter. say any of that, but I I do I would be present, tuned in on Whoever's the doing that, if you could also do a project Pat reality show, oh, Jade man. would greatly appreciate you. I think I'll be here for that too. Um Y'all wanna talk about the AMAs right quick? Let's do it. AMA so white, first and foremost. So white. But shout out to Tracy Ellis Ross, who is the host. Um, One of my faves. Indeed. And, you know, Tracy changed her clothes every time the camera wasn't, like... As she should. Her you style know, is impeccable. First of all, like, most of the time, you get three or four. <laughs> no. The host will get three to no. four. But every time Tracy had a new... A, like, oh, she's going to be on this side of the stage. I need a new outfit. Her hashtag is the girl who likes to shop. Listen, I'm here for it. Stand in your mess. I am present. Stand in. She looks stunning. Always. Um, And I think she did a decent job. Yeah, she did good. Uh, The AMAs... (laughs) The AMAs uh, were pretty boring. Um, Yeah. And I'm not sure whether or not, you know, that's because I'm old and I don't really... I'm not abreast of the young people music. No, I think it's just because they were really boring. Mm, that might be it. Yeah. Um, but we can't. Can we just briefly talk about? Did you watch? A little bit. Did you see the Whitney Houston tribute? <laughs> Christina Aguilera got one run. She's like, no, you got to growl, sis. I'm like, throw a little DMX in it. I don't have time and to be her. singing in the back of my throat, ruining myself. Hey, 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 where my dogs at? <laughs> it's like Christina Aguilera and DMX did the did the tribute, did. and it's like you don't sing a song like "I Have Nothing," which is known throughout the ages for Whitney's just resonant, clear bell-like tone. I mean, it's beautiful, right? And here come Christina. <laughs> Take me forward. <laughs> like, I just wish I could have seen my face the whole time. She was Irritated. under pitch immediately. And I'm not one of those, like, you know, I'm not a, I sing at the church, you know. No, I'm not a sing. singer. You, you sing. know what I'm saying? I sing down to the church. No, you a singer. I be in, I, I, you know, I do my part. I'm here to sing alto. Y'all know I'm not here to get a, a record deal or nothing. I'm here You're to sing my what? part. And sing, I'm, I'm going to sing I'm going to sing alto That's and right. I'm going to go home. But I will say that the Lord is always worthy of pitch. You must be on it, not above it, not beneath it. You must be on it. When, and and uh, I Will Always Love You is also known for Whitney, you know. Belting. The acapella. Yes. But it was powerful and smooth, like butter. You can taste it in all the food, but it's, it, doesn't, it doesn't hit you in the face. I just want to know why Christina had to do it. Why was she the choice? I would have even, even taken Jennifer's. Old hollering behind. I don't. 
Yeah, I would have taken her over. But you know my time, my number sure. one pick of who they should have gotten to do I it. I thought you just threw your finger up at me. Girl, it's my index finger. I know. Finger. I can't, you know I'm blind as a rat. Oh, I can't see. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but can you answer the question, please? What was it again? Who, do you know who my number one pick for who it should have been? Let me think. Hold on. Don't say nothing. Oh, gosh. We don't have that kind of time. Bro. All right. Who? Amber Riley. Oh. Amber would have sung the pants off of she that. She sure would She would have taken all three of those songs to another place. You I would have right. been in my tears. You right. Shout out to Amber Riley, girl. You, you are out been, here. You're our pick for Whitney Houston's tribute. No, it should have been Amber Riley and Jasmine Sullivan because I probably would have Jasmine out Sullivan. Of window. My girl Jazzy should have got right on up there and sang her life away. Uh, Christina Aguilera. Did well, you see hair, Pink's face? <laughs> listen, me and Pink shared the same sentiment. The same we was, one. I was like, me and Pink is just out. Disgusting. We on the same page. Even Sierra. Now, when Sierra is shading you, you know you sound bad. Because the best thing she does is that fucking back bend uh, and, and uh, tell them Christina. little hip hops. And she had that old Venus de Milo slip back looking like Chucky. <laughs> I said, girl, girl. Uh, Christina stressed me out. Her, her, I said on Twitter, her, her voice was real thick like canned gravy. <laughs> like, you know, it was thick and unnecessary like canned like gravy. Like canned gravy. Like if you got to get your gravy out of a jar. If you don't know how to make a quick homemade nobody gravy, has you time. don't need to be cooking. You just, just, and just like Christina ain't have no business up there doing that tribute. Don't ever feed me And no let me tell you something. Gravy. If there is ever a tribute or, I don't know, if ever a reason anybody is doing a musical tribute for me or anywhere near it, just make sure they don't have that choir up there in them $3 robes. Because no. that right there makes me angry every time. I'm going to have every... If, if Why do I'm the choir always... Them. Just have a group of people up there singing because that's what constitutes a choir. Not those polyester robes. I need everybody up there in the same bodysuit that um, Tamika stole Shut back from mouth. Candy. Shut your mouth. That's what I want the whole we don't choir have time to wear. For <laughs> <laughs> we don't have time for that. We don't have time for that. Um, I also, okay, moving on. This is not trash at all, but uh, we have to, since, especially since we talked about her in a couple episodes, or was it last week? We talked about Rest in Peace to Della Reese, man. Rest in Peace, Della Reese. Rest in Peace to Della Reese. And Earl Hyman. Yes, Grandpa Huxtable. Oh, man. Yo, if you're not familiar with Earl Hyman's Broadway catalog. Do your Googles. He is more than the grandpa from Cosby. He's the grandpa from Cosby Show to me. But he's more than the grandpa from Cosby Show. His IMDb is out here looking just Popping. about like uh, Jennifer Jennifer, um, Jennifer Lewis. Word. Just out here. Damn, Bookings. Jennifer, damn, Jennifer Lewis. Is, it's, that's long as shit. Bruh. I went back and looked at it. Dead ass a CVS receipt. Also, shout long out to shit. one of our listeners sent us. Uh, yes, them, un- them unnecessary ass waste of paper and trees. CVS receipts. They should just send them to your phone, right? And Food Town. They give you like seven slips. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I'm sorry. You're mad. I am. Um, there was somebody, oh, shout out. One of our listeners sent us an email and said that Jennifer Lewis's audiobook is available on Audible. Yes. And she is narrating it. So I just feel like, man, I'm almost going to return my book so I can hear her. Because I mean, to hear her tell the stories is probably like kicks them up a notch or seven. I'm keeping my book because it was signed. So but. don't nobody care. You're bragging. Not, and you're awesome. You're yeah. bragging. Yeah, right. you're, you're, you're bragging. I'm not. You are. I'm humble. You did not have Let's to say real. that. You're calling us out. Call it what it All is. All of us don't It's a have... humble brag. But now I'm going to real brag. Mm. I got a signed book by Jennifer Lewis, a.k.a. Me in the Future. And I'm also going to get the... <laughs> I'm just letting you finish. I'm just letting you finish. I troll this shit out of Kia. Every day. <laughs> 
every day. But the people who want to jump in our inbox and say, I'm the I mean know. one. No, I it's fine, though. You know, they talked about Jesus. <laughs> they did. They just ran him down in the street with their lies. I need just a little more Jesus. Come on, Erica Campbell. To help me along the way. Come the only on. Campbell I acknowledge. That's it. That and Campbell Soup. That's it. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Is that all the trash we got today? I think so. All right. <laughs> my sister's popping right now. Like. So it's time for shout out to my sis. And this week, shout out to my sis is actually shout out to my bro. Yeah. Uh, we got an email from Sean Upsi- Upshaw. Sorry, my bad, Sean. Um, who's a PhD student at Howard University in the Kathy Hughes School of Communications. H-U-U-L-U. <laughs> um, Sean wrote us an email and said, Good day, Jade and Kia. I want to thank you for, <laughs> I want to thank you both for such an awesome yet culturally conscious platform for people who are on the path to being an adult in these somewhat United States of America. <laughs> I want to shout out my brother in the culture, Jacob Q, the owner of Nature Boy Grooming. His products are for men who are in high pursuit for maintaining a healthy beard. His products are all natural and handled with professional care. Um, His Instagram is at natureboyig, or you can find his products at natureboyproducts.com. Sean fully supports this brother in his endeavors and would highly recommend this product for men, especially men of color, to invest in. Um, Thank you for for taking the time to uh, read this email and continue to thrive, ladies. Sincerely, Sean. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, Sean. So, yeah, everyone check out Nature Boy uh, Products. Uh, I do not have a beard. We thank God for I that. I got to so. get one for my brother-in-law. <laughs> I'm for your brother-in-law. <laughs> oh, true. Yes, uh, I do not have a beard, so I cannot attest to the quality of these products, uh, you know, from my personal experience. But I just respect, uh, you know, a, good, a website that's put together well. And, you know, the um, I think the... He, he seems to have an approach, a natural approach to taking care of beards. Nobody wants an old, bushy, terrible beard. Beards are in, but we really want healthy, we don't thriving want beards, beards. Okay? No. Don't scratch our faces Mm-mm. with uh, anything else. Take care of that. We'll be out here looking like um, <laughs> And these products, you know, are all natural, and they look like they smell good. And, you know, I just like the way that they look. I got to get some for Tristan. You got to do that. Um, Nature Boy uh, products have been featured <laughs> on Huffington Post. Um, uh, the Old Town Shaving by the Old Town Shaving Company, Black Books LA, We Buy Black, Curly Nikki has also uh, they've also been featured on uh, blood is it Bloodtivity Bloodtivity but but uh, mm. well hopefully y'all know what I'm talking about yeah. but um yeah I'm also in the Black Men's Grooming Den so I mean it, it seems that uh, Jacob is out here with these products so it would be in all of your best interest um, especially since the holidays are coming up to not have your bae's beard. Um, out here looking ashy, you can it can be thriving. And we have a lot of male listeners. So yeah, shout out to all of y'all. Make sure you guys check that out. Report back. Report back. Let us know. Um, I'll tell you how it feels. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> 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 me off that. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> we can't have nothing nice. Why? Beers are nice. They're Beers fun. are nice. You're not though. It's fine. You're right. Uh, yeah. That's all for shout out to my bro. Support black businesses. Support black businesses. Uh, be sure to uh, check Jacob out on Instagram and um, on his website. We'll leave all that information in the description box. And tell him that Jaden Kia sent you over. Ladies, get it for your man so they can stop using your products on their face. Because I know how that Come goes. on here. Dipping into my good things. All the time. Like, let me tell you something. Everything uh, that I get that does not smell super feminine. Are you kidding me? This nigga dips into. 
everything. He's like, oh, yeah, this is nice. This makes my face feel nice. I'm like, do you know how much that costs? Mm-mm. No, because he's never going to buy it and re-up. You better leave my... Buy your man a nice beard kit so he can stay out of your stay shit. out of That's my That's an ad. Things. That is funny. <laughs> That's I need you to get out of my $16 Myel Organics. Stop putting that mess on your face. On your face. Anyway, I got a little excited. Sorry. Um, but yeah, check out, check, check out, check, check out. out, check out <laughs> natureboyproducts.com. <laughs> and I'm going to learn to talk. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the kitchen table talk. Hey. Well, we're not eating anything today. Because no. We well, we do have complaints. some very nice water. <laughs> it's delicious. It's room temperature. It's amazing. Sh- shout out to Shaylee. I said that right, right? Okay. Shailene. Shailene. That's why I didn't want to say it because I wasn't sure. All right. But Shailene provided us with this amazing <laughs> water to ensure that we will not be thirsty. W.B. Mason's Blizzard <laughs> Spring Water. Oh, yes. It's nice and springy. I love it. Anyway, that's all we're eating today, but... <laughs> we got a gift. Hey! hey! This is our very, very first guest. I can't believe it. How exciting. I'm so excited. We are so excited. Okay, so our guest is Joy Marie McKenzie. If you want to be bougie, you can say Joy. <laughs> Melly. It's just Joy. <laughs> my, my, my mom I is just my that. mom is just creative. You know how many niggas change their names nah. when they get bougie? <laughs> I knew somebody, their last name was Richards. It went to Richard. Oh, no. And I was like, nigga, I knew you before that. Yeah, no, I'm from Baltimore, so it's just Joy, but come on, come yes. on body more. Got a rep. There was yeah. a lady. There was a lady back in, I remember. Her, she used to go to my church, but her name, we used to call her Lolo, right? Because <laughs> her name was Lolita. Oh, God. As long as we knew, right? Which I And love. then, out of nowhere, she's talking about her name was Lolietta. And I was like, <laughs> girl, <laughs> wait. Letters. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's not how vowels work. <laughs> it is not, that's not how it works. I know how my A E I O U. I said, girl, I, no, no, no. Uh, you can't just add it. No, 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 no. It don't work like that. So, nah. yes, our guest is Joy Marie. <laughs> Joy Marie McKenzie. Joy Marie McKenzie. She is the author of The Engagement Game, a book that she contacted us a couple of months ago now mm-hmm. yep. and said that she wanted us to read uh, her book and talk about it on the show. And I said, girl, we'll do you one better. We'll have you on, <laughs> on the, the show, show. so we on can all show. talk about your book together nice. like yes. one big happy family. So welcome, 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 Joy Thank Marie. You. Thank you, guys. Um, we're so happy, happy to have you here. Word. I want you to first tell the people who you are. And introduce Please. yourself, and just let's talk us through how you got. You know, you know, what are the steps that got you that got you to you know writing a memoir? Mm-hmm. Well, thank. I just have to say because I said this <laughs> offline, but I have to say y'all are my favorite podcast. Oh my god! I am not gracious. just saying that because I am here. Oh like my. I really mean it. I swear to Jesus. Oh yeah. Um, and oh, I have to real. shout out my friend Adrian Boone because she put me on to you guys. Well, what hey up, Adrian. Yes. Hey girl. What yes. up? All right. Come yes. through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, of the Booney Breakdown that's her podcast because she okay. would kill me if I did not rep okay. but she put Listen me on to, to you guys breakdown. and I literally every Tuesday me and my dog we Aww. listen <laughs> we read all about Arista. your dog Arista. so it really is Arista <laughs> yeah. names and cha- the dates and ch- yeah, have been no. changed yes. to protect the identities she was of safe. the niggas yes she was safe okay. but, um, but no so I am a writer mm-hmm. I'm a journalist by trade I currently work for ABC News and Good Morning America um, and but yeah so and I've been writing since I was little like that was my I journal I know you have a thing about people who journal but <laughs> I journal I'm just getting comfortable with gotcha it. But yeah, I journal and I've been journaling since I was little. And so I just, I pretty much journal to make sure I don't curse people out because really? I no. don't it's want nice. to. 
be mean. Yeah, yes. that's um, and that's what I was doing when I started writing this book. I was journaling because I was frustrated in my relationship and trying to figure out like, okay, it's been five years. Mm-hmm. Where's my ring? Mm. Um, and I didn't know that I was writing a book when I was journaling. I just kind of journaled and then it came out mm-hmm. and... You know, y'all are creative, so you know, like, when you do something, you're like, oh, that's kind of, that's kind of good. Right. Um, And that's how I felt, like, oh, this is interesting. This could be a book. And so I sent it to an editor just for feedback because Mm -hmm. that's what you do when you're a writer. And the editor was like, oh, actually, can we buy it and publish it? And I was like, oh, okay. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah. I was very shocked. Excuse me? So I was like, oh, wow. Like, I have no agent. I don't have a book. And she's like, no, that's fine. Like, just whatever you want to write, like write this story. And so I really felt like, okay, God really wanted me to mm-hmm. tell this story mm-hmm. for women because I was, I did not want to tell all my, I'm like telling on myself. Right. Like I played a game to get a guy to propose to me. Right. And although it did work, uh, you know, that's, I, that's kind of embarrassing to share. You know, I'm smart. <laughs> no, like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I went to Columbia. Like, yeah. I, I got I got Ooh. smarts, you know. Y'all hear that? <laughs> Y'all hear that? Plug, plug, plug. But I say all that to say, like, you know, I really put myself out there, but really to help other people who've been in that situation mm-hmm. um, because I was just frustrated. That's what it's all about. Totally. Well, um, Kia has, we, we came up with some questions. Oh, nice. We've oh, both yeah. read the book. Yeah. But I am going to start off by saying, because we discussed it ahead of time. Yeah, yeah. Keep it funky with you. Okay. <laughs> I'm like nervous. We got, the, we got this book, right? I didn't have no interest in reading this book. Nice. None at all. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have, not any. And I just didn't know what to, see the engagement game, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, well, she's got to come on the show, so I got to read it. Mm-hmm. Kia read it. Yeah. Kia had the same sentiments. <laughs> I was, I mean, I was, I was just like, I was, I just, not that I didn't want to, I just wasn't excited about it. Mm-hmm. I think because, mm-hmm. um, this is not a personal dig deal. No, no, no. I'm taking this not in. No, no, no. Not at it's all. It's not a personal dig. I was just saying that I felt like I didn't need to read another book about another single woman who's writing about her singledom until, you right. know, Prince Charming comes and sweeps her off her feet. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, because, you know, that story, that's a story that we've heard and seen in movies and television Too many shows times. and Hallmark Channel and Lifetime movies and all of the weed and all of the networks <laughs> yeah. have really beat us over the head with this same story. So, you know, I will say that I was pleasantly surprised by your book. And yeah. I shared that with you in our uh, our previous conversation, mm-hmm. um, but I'll let you tell. I'm interested to to know what um, your perspective on how and why this book is a fresh perspective on an age old conversation right. amongst women, both married and single, because all women feel like they know how to get a man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know mm-hmm. they you know we all navigate relationships. So like, how do you why do you feel like your book is a fresh a fresh take on this conversation? Right. So I am like y'all mm-hmm. like. I'm, I don't want to see you say yes to the dress again. <laughs> like, I do follow Munaliki. Like, I follow all the bridal mm-hmm. things. But, yeah, like you said, it is a oft old, it's an oft-told story. Mm-hmm. And for me, I honestly didn't plan to write this book, so it wasn't like I was trying to make a statement, but I wanted to just share what I went through. Mm-hmm. And for me, I was always told, like, okay, go to school, get good grades, maybe get another degree, like, do well. And you will be, quote unquote, rewarded with a man and and Mm -hmm. a husband and a dog and all these things. But my life didn't turn out that way. So I'm five years into this relationship saying, okay, well, where's my reward? Like, I did everything. I didn't cheat on this man. Mm -hmm. I tried to do right by him. Like, what is happening? And so for me, I think this perspective is fresh because I'm not telling you it's going to work out. You know, like I'm not telling you everything is going to be okay. 
for me, I'm very frustrated in the fact that women hold have the burden of holding all of this together, right? right? Like it's our responsibility right. to make marriage happen mm-hmm. for us. And I'm very frustrated that men don't share that same kind of pressure. Mm-hmm. Like every time, you know, you scroll on Instagram, you see another girl with a ring, you're like, dang, why can't I right. get right. that for me? Right. And so I think social media in this age kind of exacerbates that issue. <laughs> that's, uh, that's all right. I know you know who that is, though. Tay? Tanika. Oh, is it? Yes. She's FaceTiming with the baby. So. Yes. Oh, sorry. Um, sorry, but, girl. But no, but it's just like, you know, <laughs> you feel that pressure. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to sound off and be like, yo, I'm sick of feeling like this. I reject this. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I reject feeling like I should be somewhere that I think that I should be. I'm just, I want to be who I am now. And although I'm 32, like, I should be proud that I'm single. The majority of people in the U.S. are single. <laughs> um, so I don't know why single people get a bad rep. Right. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to reject all of those things that people say that women should be. Mm-hmm. And moreover, for black women, I think, you know, my dating story, as y'all have read, is not a sad story. Like, I had so much fun. I call it my salon summer <laughs> when I was traveling. I go, I talk about going to Istanbul. I talk about dating all these guys, and they were fine. Um, I swear one looked look like Idris Elba. I saw him the other day at Row House. He is still fine. Yeah. That's right. And let me not talk too much because my boyfriend would be like, excuse me, what? But um, <laughs> but um, but no, I had, I, it's not a sad dating story. And I, I didn't have that experience. Um, a lot of people who read it are like, oh, I'm so glad you yeah. talked about dating in a happy yeah. way. And it's like, that's how I approached it. Like, totally. I know I'm going to have fun. I look exactly. cute. Like, I'm going to get these men. And I did. And I had a great time doing it. And I learned a lot about myself and what I really want it for marriage right um so that's why i think it's a little bit different yeah totally i'm so pleasantly surprised i think because um i i like i came at you harsh right now but you did i was I did, like but, dang i know y'all like the book I, but i wanted to tell you that because i was so pleasantly surprised once Thank i started you. reading the book and i actually had to defend it and i don't even want to say Aww. this but i told kia yeah. I, said, I think you should i was so she, yeah she was like you should share <laughs> so Niggas are problematic, okay? They are. <laughs> nine times are, out of ten. Nine times out of ten. Your yeah. husbands, your brothers, your grandpas, your fathers. We love y'all. We love y'all, but you're problematic but, as hell. Yeah, yeah. Your thinking is skewed. Sometimes, right? My husband included. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to put him out there. He we love you. We don't really we listen love to this like it's this. Fine. I don't think. <laughs> so, <laughs> Until you get home. So, I'm right. like, hey, I and thought you said. It's going to be the one episode where he's like, I listen to your show. But he, so he read the he read the title when I started. I was like, I got to finish this book. Because we have a guest coming on the show. He was like, what's that about? This is another bitter bitch book. And I was like, <laughs> so I actually, by this time, I'd already gotten into it. And I was like, actually, nigga, yes. actually, yes. it's not a bitter bitch book. Right. And every single woman out here is who's not talking bitter. about her experience mm-hmm. is not sad. Nope. Exactly. Because as much as y'all are hopping around, a lot of... Please lot, believe it. We lot, out here. I'm write that down. Because that would mean that I am... But back in the gap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We've squatted on a few. Right now. And it's all right. So... <laughs> had a good time doing it. We had a damn good time doing it, okay? And some of y'all are heat on counts. Right. But some of y'all count. Yes. <laughs> no, that's true, though. Because there's a few that didn't make that book. Mm-hmm. Girl, all right. There's a few that don't and they make were my mad, too. They'll be fine. They'll be fine. It's weirdos. Like, I'm not talking about your 
Yeah. Your minuscule penis. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, like, I think that that's, uh, you know, single singleness is often viewed as, like, a pejorative. Yes. It's like, you know, when I tell somebody that I'm 34 and single, they be like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, and that is so unnecessary. Aww. It really is. So, yes. like, you know, and, and you know, you get it from people who you don't know, and you get it from even from your family members. Because mm-hmm. I have had, I was telling, um, I was telling Bobby last night that, um, I think, and it's not, like I said, I don't think that anybody's doing this with the intention to be malicious or hurtful, but I, and especially older family members, like, Mm -hmm. I think that they look at me like, oh, Takiya has made a choice. She has decided that she is going to be a career woman. (laughs) And, you know, a husband is just not in the cards. She's just not interested. Let's not even talk to her about it. That's a shame. Because, I mean, and I mean, no, so I think that that is, and that's something I know, I talk to other people who are in my age group, and that's something that a lot of us are experiencing now. Like, right. people just kind of, and they e- even launch into kind of giving you advice about, like, oh, eventually, girl, don't worry. It's just a matter of time. He's just around the corner. It's like, well, all you gotta do. I didn't ask you <laughs> for any of that, but, you know, <laughs> God bless. Um, so, back to your point we were saying before, like, women carry the responsibility for something that is fundamentally beyond our control. Yep. In that we don't have any kind of control over what another person, partner, decides to do. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, I think we should just kind of unpack that. Talk about that a little bit more. (sighs) Yes. Um, This is my my theory (laughs) on relationships. I feel like we're living in a fantasy world when we say that we're in equal relationships at this point. Mm -hmm. And I... And if we say that, then let's actually see that in practice. So, meaning from its inception, from marriages start from the very beginning. If we are in equal relationships, then I could propose to my guy, Mm -hmm. right? Like Mm -hmm. I could get down on one knee and be like, babe, will you marry me? But if I do that, myself included, I would be like, girl, what you doing? Get get up. (laughs) (laughs) The commercial. Right. You saw the commercial. Yeah. The deodorant commercial with a girl got down on one knee and proposed to the dude, a black lady, and... People were pissed. Outrage, total. I mean, it it's was just so, so much bad yeah. reception. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's just not a common thing. But you claim we're in equal relationships. So that's just not true. And I feel like it, as long as we're being honest with each other, then great. Mm-hmm. But the reality is men hold the power. Mm-hmm. And they know they do. So like when I after I wrote this book, uh, ABC was like, can you report this out? Can you find other couples who've been engaged for five years but then got married? And let's t- tell your story and tell their story. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, great. I'm thinking it's going to be not normal because for me, I'm like, I was waiting for, I felt, it felt like I was waiting for a while. I go on my Facebook, put up a post. It's like the most popular post of the year. <laughs> like mad people like me too, or seven years. I was 10 years and I, I got a couple and I spoke with them and I said, you know, tell me about your relationship. Like, you know, how did you decide to buy a house? Oh, we decided together. Oh, great. Uh, tell me about um, having kids. What was that conversation? Like, oh, we decided together. All right, cool. Uh, tell me about getting married. Well, he he decided, mm-hmm. like, you know, and the guy, so I, I, I interviewed them separately. And the, I said, um, when did you know that you wanted to propose mm-hmm. to your wife? And he said, oh, the first day, the first date, you know, she was just everything that I ever wanted. And I had been looking for her and I, we were in the car driving from school, et cetera. I said, okay. Um, I said, so when did you propose? Five years. Okay, well, why did you wait <laughs> <Why>? that long? <laughs> <For what? laughs> because the way my biology is set up. Right. So I said, well, why did you wait that long? And he said, um, I'll never forget this. He said, I took the power away from her. He said that. Like, he literally said those words, right? 
And mm. he said because she knew exactly how she wanted it. She knew exactly how she wanted her proposal. She knew exactly the people she was going to call after I did it. Wow. She like had imagined this all in her mind, as a lot of women do. We think mm -hmm. about marriage from, from when we were children. And he said, I just wanted it to be my thing that I did for her. I really wanted to plan this. And initially I had that same reaction. I was like, <laughs> you are insane and you make me sick. Right. But then I had to, I had to give him a little bit of grace because, you know, the narrative of marriage is like happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. Like, and he's thinking after I give her this ring, it's going to be her show for the mm -hmm. rest of our lives. True. And this was his like last stand to mm -hmm. like really do something. But you got to stand for so long. Right. <laughs> like, aren't your feet hurting? Oh, um, right. like, seriously. Damn but, bitch, my feet. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. So we just need to, like, be real about that. Like, this whole engagement process, this marriage process, it is a power struggle at times. Right. Um, and it's exhausting. And it should really kind of actually shows the breakdown in communication between men and women. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times... Yes, niggas, y'all are problematic. However, we have our issues, too. Agreed. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense, actually, where a man will say, because it is the, the term is happy wife, happy life. There's nothing that rhymes with happy husband, happy nothing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> like, I don't, happy, happy husband, happy, I don't know. <laughs> so it, it is happy wife, happy life. Mm -hmm. And so it makes sense that a man might want to hold on to that for a minute because... He's never going to have that again. Never. He's never going to have it again, which sounds really fucked up to say, but it makes sense because and it's a it's a it's a breakdown in communication. But it's both sides trying to figure out what works best. And like you said, it's a power struggle. And I find that very interesting. Yeah, I think that's so interesting, though, that both sides are negotiating power dynamics mm -hmm. um, within a relationship that no one ever articulates. Like, it's right. kind of like we're in our heads playing our own game and they're Always. in their heads playing yeah. their own game. But never at any point do we all come to the table and say, so two what plus two equals four. <laughs> right? right. Like, so right. And Tuesday comes after Monday. Like, what, like, what comes after this? people don't want to keep it funky, though. Right. Yeah. They don't want to be honest and say, you know what? I want to be in control of this particular situation. Mm -hmm. And I don't like the pace in which you're handling this. Right. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I mean, it's an issue. I mean, and I, I face it as, you know... I face it too, where I don't always want to say that, but and even you know. like it's hard for for me and where I was when I was writing this book, it was hard for me to come to my man who I chose to love and I knew who loved me, but it was hard for me to come to him and be like, "Babe, I want to get married, and I want to get married now." Mm -hmm. Like it's hard to say those things because what does society tell you? Oh, you're being desperate. Like mm -hmm. you're you're being a little thirsty. Like could you just calm down? Mm -hmm. um, and it was just hard to it was hard to say those words, and so. I made it a very conscious effort in my new relationship now. Like, we talk about, I mean, we he talked about marriage in our first conversation, but mm -hmm. we talk about marriage as if, like, it's happening all the time. And, and there's no, like, I don't feel weird bringing up marriage and children with him because I don't want to ever make that a big deal for me again right. so that I'm not able to approach in a conversation. And we've really made it a plan to plan our lives together. So it's like, okay, when, when, when would you like to get married? When would you right. like to move in? When would you like to do all these things? Um, and I felt that has helped the pressure for me. Um, it, it's, lifted, it's lifted the pressure off of me. Good. Yeah. Okay, Good. so I'm going to give you an opportunity to just tell us. Okay, so we don't want. I don't want to give away the book. This, this right. has been a struggle for me because I'm like, how do I ask questions? Because I right. want to ask, like, detailed questions about, you like, can, you know. You can get, yeah, you can just, yeah. I, I'm not going to spoil we it We will say, them. even if you all are listening to this episode, make sure... 
you read the book. Yeah. It is a memoir. It's, it's interesting. It's fun. Well, give the information. I was just going to have Joy kind of describe it because I feel like we just jumped right into the conversation. We didn't tell the people that the engagement game was about XYZ. You know oh, what? Well, right. You're right. <laughs> I'll do that. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> we late. You know, we a little raggedy. You know, CPT. It's all right. We are a work in progress. We yes. are. Um, so I'm going to give Joy the opportunity to kind of just say what the engagement game is about. Hopefully, yes. um, and this is this is be good. As, um, I we talked. Um, we've been talking a long time, and I mentioned on Twitter that Getting Grown is thinking about doing like a book club. Yes. Um, so this is kind of like our pilot kind of test run. Yeah. Yes. So we're hoping that uh, you know. At some point after, you know, we'll share the information for the book. You guys will go out and get it. And then we can come back in a couple of a couple of weeks, maybe a couple of months or so, and have another conversation and get into more depth about, um, you know, some of the specific content of the book. Mm-hmm. But today we can just kind of introduce the book, introduce Joy, introduce yes. what the general conversation about navigating different relationships and kind of like the concept of uh, engagement, the concept of marriage. So, Joy, take it away. All right. So, not to give the book away, but... So, The Engagement Game is a memoir. It is not a Mm how-to. It is not... Like, I'm not anti-marriage because the tagline is why I said I don't to marriage and I do to me. Mm-hmm. And a lot That's of my, right. my aunties be like, so you don't want to get married? No, 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 I do. I right. just don't want to get divorced. Right. So. right. I would like to stay married. <laughs> I don't want to just get married. That's it. Staying married is the key. It's so key. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's one I of the major keys. just want to do it one time. It's so, a major um, key. Right. Um, but no, so it's, um, so yeah, so when I was 28 years old, I was in this five-year relationship with this man who I loved and who loved me. We had an amazing relationship. But he didn't put a ring on it. And mm-hmm. so I go to my older sister, Jasmine, and I'm like, well, what did you do? Because clearly I'm doing something wrong. You know, like I said, I grew up very much go to school, do good, get good grades. Mm-hmm. My mother wasn't telling me, grow up, mm-hmm. go get a husband. Right. Because that would have been easier. But anyway, <laughs> but um, so I said, so my sister's like, girl, you got to play the, the game. You got to play the engagement game. And I'm like, well, what's that? Mm-hmm. You know, I got my notepad out, <laughs> taking notes. And she's like, well, the first step of the game is make a list of what you want in a husband. And I'm like, okay, I can do that. Like, of course, at 28, five years in, I had never asked myself what I wanted in a husband. That sounded like common sense advice. And so the book walks you through the rest of the steps and me trying to really do them, failing at some of them uh, hilariously, but mm-hmm. trying my best because <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted this ring. And, of course, we break up. You know, spoiler alert, we break up anyway because that's what you do when you try really, really hard at something that's really not supposed to work. Mm -hmm. And I have a great time. I have my salon summer. I travel away. I drink it away. I have have a good time (laughs) doing me. And he comes back and he's like, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to put a ring on it. As they tend to do. They always come back. They always carry on. And, but I found myself kind of hesitating with taking the plunge and... I th- and I just the epiphany hit me like you know I started this whole game wrong instead of making a list of what it what, what I wanted in a husband I should have thought about the type of wife I wanted to be mm-hmm. um, and so the book really encourages women to not only make sure their partner is ready but turn the lens around and yeah. look at yourself and make sure that you are ready for the type of commitment you say you want. So cute, That's right? Um, I love so. it. I loved it. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, I was, was really it was a nice <laughs> it was a nice spin because I wasn't again it wasn't what I was expecting. But um, it's so necessary. It was very necessary, and, and it was very like they made sense. All the points made yeah. sense, mm-hmm. and I mean it's like logical. And I think it was so like um, like the aha moment for me uh, was because we don't talk about this kind of stuff. We don't. Um, if you think about it, I said like 
There's 40,000 shows about finding a wedding dress. There's 40,000 shows about planning a wedding. Mm-hmm. Um, there's all kinds of magazines and events and expos and all kinds of things about the wedding. David Tutera's. Exactly. Yep. Um, I used to love every one of them, too. And I used to watch them, like, legit. Like, just <laughs> legit watch them. They used to, me and my mama still. Like, when I go home for Christmas, I know that on Saturday I would be sitting in the living room with my mama watching Say Yes to the Dress. And yeah. we would just critique. I can't. Wa- I can't watch it anymore. <laughs> I can't. No, nah, I can't watch we just it anymore. Critique. I mean, I, I can handle it at this point. I mean, I'm sure there will be a point of saturation where I'm like, "Girl, I'm not going to with you." But um, that shows. But I'm right. saying, I said that to say, like, uh, all of all of that is kind of emphasized and promoted in mm-hmm. kind of like society and culture. Um, but the qualities of being a good partner, and like, no one teaches us how to be single and kind of stand in. Single dumb, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like I'm thinking about, and again, y'all still can't tell my mama because I feel like I tell all her <laughs> business on the show. <laughs> but I'm thinking about like my mama moved out of out of my grandma's house mm-hmm. and into the house with the man. Mm-hmm. So did my mom. And I'm just like, girl, yeah. you didn't know who you were. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. you and and I mean, yeah. she was grown. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure that she had some sense of who she was. But I'm sure if I asked her now, no. she would mm-hmm. be like, oh no, girl, I had no idea about X, Y, Z. Nobody never told me all of this, all of that. So. I just thought that was like one of the. Why, why don't we talk about that? Why yeah. why isn't that? Why isn't that we you know bump into these kinds of things instead of putting them out front for? I mean, as the, our show is called Getting Grown, there's mm-hmm. a lot of people who are 22. God bless your hearts who listen to us. <laughs> You're so. <laughs> and you know, although I had fun, that was like I, I had a good time. Best time, good time. Of my life. Right, you know, it's great. Time. It's frustrating, mm-hmm. and there are things that we didn't you know know until we knew. Mm-hmm. Right, but um, is this something that we should kind of tell people and give a heads up, or is this something that we all kind of have to come through and learn through the le- the the hard lessons? Like, sh- like what? A, like, how do we? How do we promote singleness in a positive way? Yeah, I have a theory about this. Like, I think Western culture, specifically American culture, is built around marriage. Right. right? You get tax breaks from that. Absolutely. Like, and you, you don't get, get so many tax benefits. breaks from, being, from a, a degree. Nope. Not one. Nope. No, you don't. <laughs> no. You do not. No. Like, the whole, our whole culture is built upon getting married. Not staying married. Right. Getting, but married. getting, getting married. married. Mm-hmm. So you mm-hmm. talked about the whole consumerism mm-hmm. behind marriage. That's because America makes money from it. Totally. Right? Like, companies make money from it. So, of course, they're going to promote that, especially now it's now engagement season. Mm-hmm. So now on my Instagram feed, I got... Mad videos of rings sliding on. And I don't even understand it. <laughs> How did they find me? Because like even on the app, I don't search yes. for any of this stuff. But I'd be like, somebody's trolling me because it'll be yes. in my Instagram ads, my Facebook. It just showed ads. up this week. It's like, why are y'all yeah. I, engagement rings? Yeah. And that never pops up in my feed. It oh, really? always never. pops You're up in so my lucky. feed. So lucky. It never. just started this week, and they're beautiful ads. I'd be looking, but I just be like, stop. Even though I'm married, I don't. I don't be interested. And I, I love your ring, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I do. I really thank do. You. But yeah, so that's why they promote you know, getting married and just really getting married. They don't promote get, staying married. Yeah. No, no. There was one sh- one good show about staying married on TV, um, Marriage Boot Camp, but now they have, like, different hosts. It's, it's like, whack now. Yeah. But, like, Marriage Boot yeah. Camp was, like, the only show at one time on TV that really promoted, like, Salvaging how to stay married. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that's why. And plus, people shame single people. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, because the majority of people in the U.S. are single, but there's some sort of shame attached to being alone mm-hmm. um, that I that I still haven't wrapped my mind around. You know where um, that comes from. What do you think? Well, for one, we've all heard flawless, but beside <laughs> that, Jamanda talks about, you know, even mm-hmm. outside of that, if you've ever read into her, she talks about women being conditioned. You know, we hear that. And so that's been a problem in Western civilization, but all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I, I lost my thought. 
<laughs> but I feel you. Should we talk, you know, people are, we're, we're conditioned as women to become wives. Mm-hmm. And like you said, you, f- well, I don't, I want to make sure I'm not getting into no, it. Fair. But you fell into a mindset. It's just kind of like, oh, I met this great guy. Well, of course the next step is that I want him to be my husband. Right. Mm-hmm. So how can I figure out to, how to make this happen? And a lot of us, the reason why singleness, I think, is shamed and loneliness is shamed is because there's too many people who are shaming who are not comfortable with themselves. Mm. That's because that's what I think true happiness as a single person is. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. really coming face to face with all that you are. Yeah. Um, because in all that and what I have learned in my own journey is that um, it's more about you have to know those things in order to even know what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. So the things that I thought that I wanted in a man, the things that I, the, the kind of qualities, like if I would have wrote my list of the characteristics of a, of a husband. And if I wrote that list in 2012, it would be largely different than it is today. Yes, yes um, Lord. <laughs> like way, way, way Woo. different. But, you know, all of that came through, like, time and experience. Mm. Um, and dating around. And, and dating and, you know, or even not dating. But, mm-hmm. like, you know, like, just <laughs> not, I mean, just... That's when I say like coming, because I say you know dating for me is like you come into contact with people you like some you don't like some, mm-hmm. but you're still interacting. So like dating for me has been more just as much about learning what I don't want <laughs> instead as it of should. As, that's the word as, as it, it is in learning what I do want. Mm-hmm. But I think that kind of healthy, uh, you know that that kind of healthy interaction, that healthy period, that healthy phase is not promoted, mm-hmm. um, and it's more to it than just sex. Right? Oh, yeah, no, so no, no, yes. Because I, I did not have sex with all those. Let me right. just, mom, I did <laughs> not have sex with all those people I wrote about. So I just did not. Nope. No, but I'm saying, like, we conf- we conflate, like, dating. Like, when someone says I'm single, they think you're just no. out here screwing everything that's no, not nailed no. down. No one's getting their numbers up. That's <laughs> you know not health. I squatted on a few dicks, not all of them. <laughs> <laughs> And no. all of y'all ain't worthy of this goodness. Nope. Exactly. <laughs> I just nope. feel like we just say we we have a lot more to do, a lot more Absolutely. growing and stretching to do as a society when it comes to thinking through these things. Because um, I think these conversations need to be had. Absolutely. Um, and hopefully some of our male listeners <clears throat> turn in. this up, turn mm-hmm. this up. But yes, hopefully some of our male <laughs> listeners will will chime in and and share their because I want I'm interested to know their perspectives. I, mm-hmm. I would have loved them. to see a man write, you know, from yeah. his, like you know, um, I don't know what what was his name in the book. Adam. Adam. I would have loved to see Adam. Please don't. Please don't encourage that. Adam's Lord. answer. Please don't. What was Adam's answer? Adam's answer. <laughs> Adam, that's what we call it. Adam's <laughs> response. Adam's response. Please don't encourage what him. What is Adam's response to the engagement game? Because he cannot wait. I'm oh sure. He's about to come back with his 442. <laughs> Like, nigga, don't nobody want to hear what you no. got to say. <laughs> no. But I did send him the book. I uh-huh. did. Because, you know, Good. he's a lawyer. He's a lawyer, so I didn't want him to sue me. I wanted everything to be above board. <laughs> yes, indeed. Listen, let's take these steps. legalities. Let's take these steps. And, um, I don't, he said he didn't read it because he was like, I'm just so proud of you. I mean, that, that, that you know, that came after he, lying. he was a little he stressed out. But he, he y'all think book. he read it? He absolutely read Actually, it. Actually, I don't know. Niggas are just because he was too happy to see me. I think he would have been like, Ugh. but you didn't speak about him negatively. I did not. You did not, and that's one thing I also appreciate um, is that you did not. Thank this you is not about not, male bashing. No, nope. nobody's saying and that. That's the problem. Like such as my husband or a lot of 
men have, they think automatically when we speak about being happy within our independence. Because mm-hmm. um, let me explain something to you. I may be the married one here, but before my husband, I was happy as hell. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I was in a good spot. Now, I had been in a bad spot. I've spoken about it before. I had a nine-year relationship Oof. that... Like, my wedding was called off. You know yeah, what I'm oh saying? Oh, yeah, okay. I remember you telling this yeah, story. Yeah, my wedding was called off. And say I, no to Ryan's. And, like, say no to Ryan's. <laughs> say no to Ryan's. His cousin listens to this show. Just, and Mad that's funny. fine. Tell Dang. him. Shut so, up. Say, but, no, say no to Ryan. Dang. You know, I did not have a good ending. And I went through it. Mm-hmm. But I got to a place where I felt real good. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And I really enjoyed being single. And, and that's I the really only way. my life. Yeah, that's the only way you can choose a good partner is when you are happily single. Absolutely. I really believe that. Absolutely. And even then. We're all flawed. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So you got to pick and choose. The relationship is going to be work, right? But you didn't come from a negative. I'm sorry, sis. No, 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 no. But bringing it back, you didn't come. You, for anybody who's going to read this man or woman, you did not come from a negative standpoint. And I really, really appreciated that. Because men can't come at you and tell you that you came and you were male bashing. Because that's, that goes on a lot, you know, in the name of feminism Mm -hmm. um, for people who are not true feminists. Feminism does not mean male bashing. No. And it doesn't mean that I want to be more powerful than you. It's just equality. Right. It's just yeah. equality. That's literally all or it is. Just acknowledgement. But like acknowledging my perspective is not like yours. Right. And that I'm allowed to have that. Right. <laughs> That's all. Mm-hmm. Like right. for real. But I'm glad you said that. Because that yeah. was important to me. Because I, I, you know, he will always have a place in my heart. Totally. I respect him. Totally. I loved him. And it just wouldn't be uh, a, a true reflection of the way that I felt for him if I spoke negatively of him. So it just didn't work out. I think a lot of people, too, write stories when they go through tumultuous situations and things that are really jarring. And yours was really good, too, because it kind of was just like a breakdown in you figuring out what you want and what you don't want. And right. it wasn't some big climactic, like... <clears throat> I hate this nigga. We throwing coffee mugs right. at each other. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just like thank God. I, I can't. just realized this don't work, mm-hmm. and that's all right. Yeah. It's so about I'm... taking responsibility, which is Word. what I love, right? Because Word. a lot of these books would be like, "Are you know niggas ain't shit," and and you know we can sit around and do that for all, all week, but Cause it's a lot fun. Of them but the but yeah. the but the bottom line is a lot of times, even in the case when niggas ain't shit, mm-hmm. <laughs> we play a role. We have to acknowledge. You know, how we are complicit in mm-hmm. the ancient nest. Yeah. And, you know, mm-hmm. what we can do, not even in, within that relationship, but what can we do as far as the choices that we make to move our lives forward in, the, in a better and more positive direction? Right. right. So I think that that is what I took away most from the book. Because I found myself being like, hmm, what do I need to sit down and write in my journal? <laughs> that yes, I, I took something together. in the book. Like, oh, I took nice. it away. Get my things yeah. together here so I can... <laughs> Literally, because this is like, this is my journal. I'm going to show y'all. This is my journal, Aww. right? It's, this is kind of like yes, my book. Filled. But you will see, you will see that this is the, Damn, this is in the middle. It's terrible, wow. right? It's so bad. Don't judge. No, it's, but it's nice. This is the end of the book, right? Yeah, so nice. this is, these are the notes. This is my notes after finishing the engagement game. Aww, that I'm reading oh my I see my notes that I'm reading. Yes, I want like, to these, these are these. my notes. <laughs> <laughs> I read it thoroughly. These are my notes. <laughs> but I'm a woman of, of few words. <laughs> These are my, no, I'm saying, like, you know, after reading the engagement game, it, it made me sit down and think through, like, you know, what's different things that I can, things that I can do differently. That's and dope. I think that's what was most empowering yes. about the book. So I encourage everybody to go get it. We will have all the information Word. in the description box. We want to thank Joy Yay. for coming Yay. by. 
It was so awesome to sit and chat yes, with you. It was. And hopefully this won't be the last time you'll come and sit, yes. sit and yeah. hang out. And with thank us. you for like letting me be your first guest. I'm so excited. You and are. humbled. And it y'all keep up. doing y'all thing. Y'all thank are you. just doing amazing. We're so. trying. Plug us on ABC. We are trying. I sure will. Plug no, us on if I can. Like if I can, I sure will. You will have to. Yeah, they do like the family friendly though. You will have to. You will have to tone it down. I watch all the shows. We got to the boat. We got to be like ready for daytime. You're right. You know what you Hello, my name is Jade. <laughs> Everybody not going to put up with our foolishness. You know what I'm saying? You're right. You're right. But I'm not, I'm not dumbing down my blackness. No, All nobody fine. said you got to do that. All right. Because I'm always Just be the mind. blackest thing Are you in the still room. not cursing? You see me trying? I, no, I don't know. Yeah, you no, no. Curse. No, I still, no. I'm still, still trying not, not to curse. Okay. That's, I thought that was an interesting point that you yeah. put in there. Because I was, I mean, but you, did y'all notice after Mary J was going through her divorce, she was cursing up a storm. Oh, yeah. And she said it was because I was so frustrated. I felt the same way. I just was like trying to knock everybody's head off. But I'm, I mean, there are some days that are not successful. Mm-hmm. But today was day, a good day. Every day is a process. Yeah, today was a good day. Good. Thank you. Do it. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming, Joy. Yeah. Um, we encourage everybody. I encourage. I encourage married women. From my perspective, I yeah. encourage married women to read this book as well, and married men. Because you can take something away from it. Yo, Absolutely. and every once in a while, you got to shift the relationship. You got to do some restructuring, <laughs> refinancing and shit. So make I mean, sure you write down what kind of partner you want to be. You yeah. know what kind of partner you look so that you guys can work in harmony together and then have those conversations. So I thought this was dope. Thank you. And thank you so much for coming. Thank Man. you, guys. Check out the engagement game, guys. I know. We can go on and on about this. I know. Thanks again to Form for supporting this week's episode. Form is the premium hair care collection dedicated to making every hair journey simpler and better. Inspired by your own hair care experiences, Form delivers uncompromising performance without sacrificing the health of your hair. It all starts with your life, your style, and your hair goals. After taking the Form consultation, you'll be delivered a Form regimen complete with selected products, styling techniques, and care tips that are tailored to you. Just like their brother brand Bevel, the folks at Form were tired of seeing the women they love struggle to find hair care that was personal, effective, and high quality. And just in time for the holidays, Form gift cards and Form minis. Form minis are lifestyle sets for hair care on the go. Whether you want to transform, move, bounce, create, or stick to the details, Form has you covered. Head over to formbeauty.com forward slash getting grown to get 10% off and free shipping on your first purchase and a free Form mini when you spend over $50. That's formbeauty.com forward slash G-E-T-T-I-N-G-R-O-W-N. Get personal with form. Spell it. <laughs> Honestly. Truly. Oh, we we get to be together this week. I so know, it's gonna right? be on key. It's not gonna be like I know, right? All delayed and shit. We're gonna work on that. <laughs> we can't we can't control. Well, Ty said that there's things that we can do. Like oh, we yes. gotta make sure we gotta don't have any other browsers open. And we're gonna, I don't Okay. All I right. usually have like seventeen thousand open, but it's probably, fair enough. It's well we we was on beat today. We was. So our honesty box today is actually a follow-up. Remember the email that we read a couple of weeks ago? From um, the teacher who wanted to know how she could uh, still be herself <laughs> and still remain um, still remain herself while being successful in her career. And we asked her for some clarity on what she was talking about. So we're going to read her update. Hi, Jade and Kia. Thank you so much for reading my email. 
Jade, I agree that there is a time and place for bodycon dresses in the schoolhouse. It's neither the time or the place for both teachers and students. Mm-hmm. Amen. There's also no blunt smoking on Snapchat. Thank, Thank you, God. Because I don't smoke blunt on Snapchat. <laughs> I often feel apprehensive about doing things like starting a podcast with my best friend and posting vlogs on my recently uh, started YouTube channel. I definitely don't go out of my way to be inappropriate on the internet. However, I do want to be myself and not feel like a cuss word or an unpopular opinion about politics or race relations stand in the way of me progressing in my career. I hope that provides more context. Thanks again. I don't remember if we read her name. I don't think we did. Um, the ghetto English teacher. Oh, yes, that's right. <laughs> so. <clears throat> All right, sis. Um, so thank you for providing the context that we needed. Because yes. um, this is a little bit more... Like, I feel like I, I have a bit more direction in yeah, terms of my same. response. Um, so this is actually something that I negotiate every, you know, you know, with my own job and position and career and having this show. Um, and the first word that comes to mind is kind of is, is discretion. Uh, yes. I am. And I'm honest. You know what I'm saying? Um, I I'm very. I'm very conscious um, of the fact that I want to be myself in every space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think about the way I approach it is, you know, what's, you know, not only what, what's my brand as a person, as an individual, as a scholar, as a researcher, um, as a thinker, and as a, as a host of a podcast. Right. And I want there to be consistency across all of those. You know, I want the, I want that to, the brand to be consistent across all of those. So I, I try to be the same Kia in, in, in every space. Mm-hmm. So I say that to say... I'm discreet. So, like, you'll never see me. Like, I can tell you guys that I work for um, a policy organization or a think tank in D.C., but I may not disclose exactly which one because mm-hmm. um, there are several. Um, I can tell you, uh, and, and the same to be said, you know, my boss, you know, is, I've told her that I have a project that I do uh, this, but I haven't, you know, shared the name. Um, I mean, if she finds it, it's not something that I'm way, you know, I'm not ashamed of it. Because mm-hmm. I try to be conscious of the type of person, you know, the kind of things that I talk about on this show. But in my conversation with her about it, I was very clear in that, you know, this is not an academic or a professional space. But this is where I, I you know, get to, um, you know, be Takia, Um Without the pressures of, you know, different professional roles mm-hmm. and, and what we have to do um, to fulfill and kind of stay true to that. Um, as a as a secondary, you know, as a teacher who working, you know, in, in secondary education, um, I think that the same discretion should be applied in, in your case. Um, and just be conscious, like... Uh, I think there are ways that you can be authentic to yourself without compromising your integrity as a professional. Um, and if you keep in mind, you know, keep your students in mind, keep your job in mind, keep your career in mind, you can find you can find ways to occupy spaces, um, whether it be on the podcast world or on your YouTube channel, that are authentic and true to who you are, mm-hmm. but but will not jeopardize your future. And I hope that helps. I agree. I don't have much more to add. <laughs> <laughs> Key is the one who who fits, I think, better with this. Um, and I, I just have I just echo her sentiments in the sense where discretion is is always key. Um, but it's just a matter of what you feel comfortable sharing as well. Right. Um, I'm a little bit more open. Mm-hmm. So there's certain things that I don't mind sharing. I don't mind sharing that I that I, I engage in the Mary Janes. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows I do that. However, somebody else may not want to disclose that. You know what I'm saying? 
And I just use that as an example because that's one of those things that could be controversial. I cuss, Mm -hmm. but I am the same all across the board. I also am lucky enough to work in an environment where my personality does not really, it doesn't, it's not problematic. Right, right. (laughs) But everybody is not awarded that. So I think, I think the level of discretion that Kia spoke about is spot on. And I think, you know, you just, one thing at a time. Like, don't think, like, I had to have a conversation with people at my job about the podcast because the podcast, thanks to you guys, has grown in ways um, that I did not anticipate. Right. Um, and it's it's you know, uh, it's a it's a blessing. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you know, in my conversation with my supervisor, because I mean, it was to the point where we would be out um, mm-hmm. <laughs> at lunch or in meetings, mm-hmm. and I was being approached by listeners, and mm-hmm. she was kind of looking at me like, what is going on here? So, uh, Nothing. <laughs> I had to, I had, to uh, I had, you know, to find ways to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, since Jade and I had conversations in the beginning in terms of how we were going to frame the show and what the show is going to be about, um, the, the show being true to our authentic experiences, both as professionals and mm-hmm. as people, mm-hmm. um, you know, that consistency amongst the brands was already there. Right. So, you know, I was able to share with her that the podcast was for and about black women mm-hmm. who are navigating professional spaces and navigating personal spaces in our lives. And sometimes we talk about the professional and sometimes we talk about the personal. Yes. Um, and, you know, because that's what it's all about to have like a balanced life. Um, so be conscious of that and in your planning um, and as you structure whatever your creative outlets are going to be, mm-hmm. be conscious of that. And I think if you keep that um, intention at the forefront of what you're doing, then, you know, you, sh- you should be in good shape. Yeah. So it's not, don't, I mean, yeah, respectability, respectability. You ain't got to stress this. You don't got to stress. You'll be fine. Can't nobody be mad. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Um, since we're doing uh, part twos, we had a petty peeve that I read the other week about supermarket etiquette. But I'm just going I'm just going to put it out there because this is the reason in the season. Cuz I went to go do all my Thanksgiving shopping like I said and y'all don't have like simple etiquette. Y'all don't have the rules down of how to navigate in a supermarket so that traffic can flow accordingly. Stop leaving your basket in the middle of the aisle <laughs> if you go to pick something up. You know what I do in my basket? I parallel park it in You've a spot to. that is not, like, high traffic. Obtrusive, right? Just not obstruct the people oh from getting God. around. And also, don't go shopping early because you're going to fall But But they'll help you. Because I remember when Cortez no, and I won't. were doing Thanksgiving, <laughs> well, they'll try. I remember we were picking greens and this little black lady came up and was just like, ooh, these greens are so pretty. These are so pretty greens. Ooh, these greens is pretty. And be like, thank you, ma'am. I had the opposite experience because oh I went God. to the, um, there's this spot I like to go in Brooklyn that has a bunch of produce for a really good price, but they're also super fresh. It's called Three Guys from Brooklyn. Whatever. I think they're Italian. But I had this old white man behind me. And he was like, what are those big leafy things in your shopping cart? None of your business, sir. <laughs> I was like, Mm-mm, those big I'm not leafy doing. things. I was like, what's that thing in your cart? It was his grandchild. <laughs> uh, you are so rude. It was covered with a blanket. 
<laughs> I don't know. Some white people carry dogs and baby strollers, so I don't ever know what's going on. Let me tell you something. If you but, put a dog in, in a shopping cart, I'm calling the police. Yo, if you put a dog in a supermarket. I've seen it. I am calling the authorities. Me and Tristan saw a white lady the other day with a double stroller, and you know what was in it? Two dogs. Now, I'm with not talking hoodies. about a stroller. I've seen strollers, but I'm talking about at the supermarket. It's also dumb. If you put, it is dumb. But I'm saying, like in the supermarket, where someone would might set their eggs down in that in that I little. Know. Don't you do it. I promise I you, I'm calling the police. I don't want to share the supermarket with your dog. I do not. But anyway, yeah. So I just wanted to revisit supermarket etiquette. Like, move your shit to the side. Make a list so you can quickly get what you need to get. And if you move slow, bring somebody quick with you. I think that you have inspired me because we've talked about this before on the show, but my petty peeve is in like manner. I'm sorry. (laughs) But, uh, um, okay. So, uh, our, uh, uh, Company Thanksgiving potluck was last week. Gross. Exactly. <laughs> and um, let me just say something. Potlucks are the devil. They are. <laughs> Happy y'all kid. Good. Don't nobody want to go <laughs> to your potluck. And I mean, if you're in management and you are a leader of your office. You have to go. You have to. No. Well, yes, but. I'm just proposing that all managers and presidents and CEOs just mandate that instead of potlucks, just sponsor the dinner. Just buy it. Buy it from a restaurant. Have it catered. Support your local caterer. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> don't nobody want to come in. Like, we don't want to eat people's foods from other people's homes. Like, we just nah. don't. We just do not. Let me tell you something. I came downstairs. I knew this something. I knew it was going to be a terrible, terrible potluck because I came downstairs to the boardroom filled with all kinds of dishes from all kinds of people uh, who work at my job and there was no aroma. So, you know, food, <laughs> food that tastes good smells, smells good. good or it smells like something, right? Yeah, so, if, if there's a whole room full of food and I'm in the room like, I don't smell nothing. Did y'all eat this food up? Is it cold? What? What's happening? Like, I don't smell anything, That's right? That's gross. Exactly. Where's so your seasoning? I'm looking at but green beans. This is what I'm talking about. We talked about green beans on another Patty Peeve. And I got to talk about green beans again. Please. Because I know that there are people who struggle with all kinds of hypertensive issues. Yeah. Health is always a concern here in the Getting Grown podcast. We want you to live long and prosper. We're not coming for your blood pressure. But salt is requisite. I mean, it just enhances I just feel like the flavor of food. If you don't have, okay, it doesn't matter. If you just dump a whole bunch of other seasonings on food that has not been salted, you waste the seasoning. You need a little salt. You have to have salt. Like you have to. Like you don't see, you don't, you don't salt to season. You salt to you, enhance the seasonings that you already put on there. <sighs> so this lady, I don't know, God bless her and all of her efforts. She presented these green beans to the table, to the room, and they looked wet versus cooked. They were boiled. I don't know what they were, but you just saw they looked like they were seasoned because you could see like black peppercorn. You could see like things in it. Okay. But when I tell you that they tasted like nothing, (laughs) not a passing thing, no thing. And I mean, you know, it came up in the conversation. I didn't bring it up, but it was just like, okay, so who made blah, blah, blah. And she was just like, I don't cook with salt. Then you don't cook, sis. You don't cook. You just heat up stuff in pots. And I don't want to hear shit about your Mrs. Dash. You just heat up stuff in pots. You don't cook. You do not cook. And if you don't cook with salt, that's your business. But if you put cooking for other people, 
Put salt in You got to put something in or there, Or at least man. put it on the side and say, listen, I don't cook with salt, but here's some salt because I know Bruh. it's going to need it. Let me tell you something. This is what I'm going to do for y'all. If you, if, you're, if your company has not had that Thanksgiving potluck yet and you still got time, just, just don't go. <laughs> don't yeah. go. Or eat before the potluck so that you can say that you're not hungry. Or if you're in the New York City area and your company needs to be catered, you, you may go. hit up for the culture catering at gmail.com. We got y'all. I'm just saying, man. <laughs> Somebody just like y'all gotta get out of here with these soggy green beans. Y'all gotta stop. I had one slice of ham because someone had the presence of mind to order a ham from the honey baked ham store. Thank God. And I said, you know, I don't know who's responsible for this, but I'm going to find out and I'm going to shake your hand <laughs> because had it not been for this ham, I would have not eaten anything at this place. Usually the ham and the bread are the safest things. Like, I'm gonna tell you something. And they had what what someone had labeled as stuffing. Oh, no. That's one of those things you should never bring to a potluck. But it was just so fair-skinned. <laughs> I've never seen pale dressing. Y'all didn't put no sausage they in it? They didn't put nothing in it. It was literally, no like, you know, side. like the stuffing bags, like when you buy stuff in. Oh, no. It looked like they literally just put some broth in that and may have baked it in the oven for 30 to 40 like minutes. a naked-ass box of Jiffy. It was so... Jarring. The mashed mm. potatoes look like cauliflower. I was Ooh, like, why is it, it crumbly? Was. Why wasn't it smooth? It probably was cauliflower. But, but it needed, like, it should have been, like, I've, that's another thing. Save your fucking health <laughs> stuff for something that's not the potluck. Don't bring your fucking cauliflower mashed potatoes to the potluck. Nobody cares about your what you're trying to do on a Tuesday or Wednesday. Thursday. I don't eat carbs. Well, guess what? We do. And nobody wants your cauliflower mash. What's the other thing that they do? What's the other mashed potatoes that they make? They do cauliflower. Is this another one? I don't know. I don't Turnip. Know. Turnips. Is it turnips? Well, I saw that lady on the uh, the cooking channel. You know, that's the tradition that uh, Crystal and I have. We watch the Food Network and, yeah. and watch um, other people ruin Thanksgiving. Of course. <laughs> prior to the dinner that we By bringing cauliflower have. mashed potatoes. Oh. But yeah, she like mixed up a bunch of turnips and rutabagas. And like she just mixed all these root vegetables up to kind of stretch the potato and the mashed potatoes. That's different. But mashed potatoes are not a thing is in my house. We eat dressing. Like, not at Thanksgiving. Like, we Wait, have mashed potatoes. Pot you have to have one or the other? Yeah, we don't have mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving. I didn't grow mm. up with mashed potatoes at Thanksgiving. I grew up with every carb known to man. Well, we had we had um, dressing all had the time. That, and, and macaroni and cheese. And but we rice, didn't have and potato salad, nope, nope. and mac and We had potato salad and macaroni and cheese and dressing. But we did not have mashed potatoes. I understand that that's a thing for some people. I love mashed potatoes. I like them too, but it's just not been a Thanksgiving thing in my experience. So I'm not judging the mashed potatoes for being present. I am judging them for, them for being horrible. Though. Oh, absolutely. No. Yeah, always judgment for your terrible mashed potatoes. Oh, my word. But, yeah, those. I think that wraps Petty Peeves. That wraps up the Petty Peeves. Happy Thanksgiving. Don't ruin anybody else's. <laughs> Please. If you can't cook, offer to bring the soda and the ice and a bottle of liquor. Or just go get a patty pie. Won't yeah. nobody be mad? Bring an eighth. I don't know. But, like, don't. Sorry. <laughs> no, you didn't say. No, no, go, go, go ahead. Just bring, bring, uh, yeah, bring something that you won't ruin. Bring some pinot. There's so many things that you can bring if you know that you cannot cook. A patty pie does always suffice. A patty pie is always sufficient, or mm. uh, some ice cream, or listen, help out. Offer to wash the dishes. Yeah, come early. Bring plates. You know what I'm saying? Like, ask what. But if you know. That cooking is not your forte. If you know that that's not your gifting, your calling, the Lord did not bless your hands, do us all a favor, sis. 
and sit down and be the cousin that goes to take a walk with listen, me. Listen, <laughs> won't nobody be mad at you, girl. We will actually appreciate you. The fact that you celebrate your life into something that wasn't your ministry. Absolutely. But y'all be blessed. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your turkey mm-hmm. day mm-hmm. and all of that that comes with it. Yeah, just eat real good because you know Thanksgiving as a concept. As a, as, a Amer- as a concept that's celebrated in this country, it's problematic. But I give thanks to the Lord all the days of my life. And I'm just as excited to just fellowship and commune with my friends and family and mm. have amazing food. Amen. 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 And, well, are we, so Kia and I all right. may not be here next week. Well, we, uh, uh, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out. <laughs> um, but where we will be uh-huh. is on the beach this weekend. Okay, but we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll get into that. <laughs> we'll let you guys know what's happening. Yeah. I also, really quickly, before uh, we end the show, I wanted to announce that the first function hey. for Team Typing Fast is going down. It's going down. Okay, so we have a date on Friday, December 15th mm-hmm. from 7 to 9 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be having an evening of insight with Dr. Kia. Hey. Y'all know that that doctor thing is, you know, well. Mm. Get over it. Okay. So, yeah, it's an evening of insight with Dr. Kia. It will be an event for anybody who has work to do. So the criteria for Team Typing Fast, as I've stated before, is not that you be an academic or not that you be, you know, a lawyer or a, a writer or anything. The, the, in order to be on Teen Typing Fast, you just have to have work to do mm-hmm. and to do the hell out of it. Amen. And I think for so many of us, you know, our productivity is often compromised by having to negotiate different things in our personal lives and in our identities and trying to figure out who we are. And if we get clear about our purpose and who we are and what we're doing and what we're about, we can literally literally sit down and accomplish anything. Word. So um, I'm having, I'm hosting an event um, as I'm moving forward with Team Typing Fast um, and other ventures in my life. I'm being very intentional about uh, surrounding myself with wisdom and mentors and knowledge and people who can show me how to live the life that I want to live. And I want to share all of that with all the other members of Team Typing Fast. So I will be having a Team Typing Fast um, event where we will sit down and have conversation with a, a mentor of mine by the name of Dr. Sharon Friesbrit. She's a professor of higher education at the University of Maryland College Park also a consultant who's consulted with different universities all across the world, an entrepreneur in her own right, um, and just an amazing woman, wife, mother, and uh, just a person. And she's going to sit around, um, she's going to sit with us and have a conversation about who we are, um, what uh, what we're doing and where we're headed. Um, and that's going to be Team Typing Fast, um, t- Typing Fast and Taking Care, DC. It's going to be on December 15th. And, um, <clears throat> In, in D.C., and all details are going to be um, available very soon, but you can get your tickets today. Um, we'll put the link in the description the box. The link will be in the description box. And in honor <laughs> of my sister's wonderful event, oh my which gosh. I'm so excited and proud of her oh for. Oh, my gosh. Um, I have created a cocktail. Oh, my gosh. Jay will be our bartender. Yeah. She made us drinks. Called Team Time and Fast. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so it's going to be a really good time. Come and soak up the knowledge. Soak yeah. Up, soak it all up. Um, 
And come come say hello. Come I'm so, say hi. so proud of you. Yes, we're going to have, uh, in addition to this good insight and wisdom, we're going to have heavy appetizers. Mm. We're also going to have uh, beverages uh, furnished by the one and only Jade of All Jades. Hello. And um, we're hoping to have some swag and some great things for you. But it will be an awesome, uh, awesome opportunity for like-minded academics, entrepreneurs, professionals, persons to come together and just, you know, uh, do some do some talking and networking and idea sharing and encouraging um, and, you know, preparing, preparing in the personal space to do the work that we have been assigned to do, whatever that is. So I'm sorry. Um, you know, I'm just I'm, I'm really excited. So I'm sure that I'm jumbling and fumbling all over this. But all the information about what the event will be about will be included in the event bright link. So everybody, if you can make it out, tickets will go on sale today. So get the tickets while they're hot. And yep. hopefully, um, D.C. will be the first of others um, right. that we'll be able to have in other cities and things like that. So let me know um, if you have any questions, if there's anything, any, any other information that I can uh, provide you guys. But I would love it, love it, love it if you guys would hang out with me. And this one is very special to me, not only because it's the first one, but it's also five days before my birthday. So That's this right. will kick off my birthday celebration. Uh, so, yeah, you guys, I will love you forever if you uh, <laughs> check it out and hopefully support. I will, um, I'm looking forward to seeing you all there. What if a terrible person buys your ticket? Will you love them forever? I will. Because the Lord requires That's it. That's dope because you said it. Stand in your stand in sin. Or yes mean yes. I mean, I'm just saying. Love <laughs> is manifested in many different things. You're right. Many wow. different ways, I You're should right. say. But, yeah, that's all we got to this week. I hope that you guys enjoyed the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Joy Marie McKenzie again oh, yes. for coming to the show. We love you, girl. Thank you so much. So it was much. such a pleasure. And um, we, we, you guys, make sure you get the engagement game. We're going to put the link in the description box. We're going to put that. the link for Kia's event in the description box. Um, make sure you come check out the Friend Zone Live next week. Oh, Kia yes. and I will be hosting. We will be hosting that. Niggas is busy. Wow. Come on that. here. Bookings. What? Okay. Team moving fast. Team moving and moving. <laughs> All right. So All right. In it. the meantime... Um, it's a heavy, it's a heavy food week, so make sure you drink your water. Mind your business and moisturize because your black will crack if it's dry. Bye. Have you ever wondered what the stars have to say about your favorite artists and writers? Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa, where I, your host and astrologer, Issa Nakazawa, read and interpret astrological birth charts of luminaries like W. Kamau Bell, Gia Tolentino, and so many more. You'll discover how astrology can unlock fascinating insights about these stars. And who knows, maybe you'll learn a little bit more about yourself. Listen to Stars and Stars with Issa wherever you get your podcasts.